What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another audio adventure. My name is Adam Daly, and this is Daily Notes presented by Almost Sideways. I'm really excited. I say that every single week, but I really genuinely mean that. And I really want to thank everybody who's taken the time to take a listen to the show. This is your first time here. Welcome to the podcast. We love talking about movies and on Daily Notes specifically. We talk about all kinds of funny sorts of things. And today I am joined by my wife, who I'll introduce her in a very shortly, uh, but we're going to be reviewing some movies. We're going to deep dive of a movie that's very close to our hearts uh, and our relationship, actually, as well. But we're going to have a lot of fun with this podcast. And if, like I said, if this is your first time, please leave a review. Let us know how you we're doing, and I'll read that out on the podcast uh, the next show. So without further ado, let's, uh, let's get into it, right? Really excited to introduce my wife to you all. This is a kind of a dream come true for me. A nerve-wracking experience because this is her very first time ever doing a podcast, but I'm very grateful for you, honey. This is my wife, Arlette. Arlette, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go, hi, babe, or what? Do what comes naturally. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> right on. It's going good. It's going good. Uh, so anyway, uh, I guess because people I've never heard you on the podcast, what kind of films generally do you like a lot i like comedy chick flicks dramatic movies action movies actually a lot of action how about slow dramas slow burns no boring movies what no boring movies (laughs) not boring but some movies not my cup of tea (laughs) not your cup of tea so uh, do you genuinely like the movies that i pick all the time not all the time (laughs) but i watch it with you (laughs) which means she loves me. <laughs> yeah, so we've been married for seven years, and we have a six-year-old daughter, so we see a lot of random movies, uh, movies that I generally wouldn't want to watch, like some movies like Maya and the Bee. It's, our daughter picks some random like animated film, and it's like, oh, gosh, if we weren't parents right now, we would not be watching this, would we? Yeah. There were some movies that we actually walk out to... Yeah. She wanted to. We just like, nope, couldn't do it. She wanted to go see the Emoji movie. Yeah. And we were like 30 minutes into it. We're like, are you wouldn't liking this, Evelyn? She's like, no. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, again, like even movies that you would pick, Arlette. Like it's like, that's not my cup of tea. Like I, I'm not. That's something I'm not going to personally watch by myself. However. She's tricked me a bunch of times by doing so because she'll pick a movie and I'm like, I don't want to watch this in my head. And I get suckered into it and I get caught into her movies and her shows too many times. <laughs> Have you ever uh, found yourself that way? With your movies? Yeah, with my movies. Oh, Black Panther. I watch that movie like every morning if I oh. could. Oh, yeah. You're, you're a big Black Panther fan, definitely. But like, yeah. if, say for like instance, we watched a film a couple weeks ago, which she was adamant to not wanting to watch. And that was Uncut Gems. Uncut yeah. Gems, remember the Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. Not your cup of tea movie. Yeah. And she, what did you think of that film specifically? Because that's, that's the most recent movie we watched that was kind of like on that guideline of an Adam film. Yeah. First I was, I refused. I mean, I would tell you no all the time. But Keep when, wearing yeah. her down, folks. That's what you, the main thing. Always wear down her so because she can watch, she'll, she'll eventually agree to watch your movie. No, you did a cute gesture. That's what you did. You bought me my vanity. Or just buy her a lot of good stuff that she's been requesting you to buy. Either one of those options, 
go with a bye. Do not do the no. other one. <laughs> but it was a really good movie. I must admit, I did. I did actually like it. Yeah, but it, the ending something... was surprising, and it did frustrate me. But that makes it a good movie. Yeah. Well, like it's something. I it's probably something I'm gonna watch again for you, for yeah. you anyway. But I, I appreciate you at least wanting to watch it, and you know. Yeah. Maybe it's not your cup of tea, and maybe you don't like. You would never watch it again, but at least you can. I. I can acknowledge on movies too. It's like I would never watch this again. This is kind of boring, but I can appreciate yeah. the filmmaking about it. So yeah. Anyway, you're a big Marvel fan. You're like you could watch the, like you said, Black Panther. There's times on my day off where I wake up and she's getting ready to go to work, right? And I'm like, oh, I can sleep in today. I don't have to wake up at three thirty in the morning. It's five. She's getting ready to. Is that Avengers playing on the background? <laughs> Yeah. You're like obsessed. Like if Disney Plus was like the best thing for us. Yeah. Because <laughs> you yes. just play with the Avengers on nonstop, huh? Yeah, I like watching them and background noise and they're entertaining. Hey, that's that's great. Uh, so we have a couple of reviews today that we want to get into, but let's start off with our first segment at the Almost Sideways Movie Podcast. Terry, Zach, and Todd always do, and that is, what are we drinking today? Those Equis. Those Equis, because that's what they did, and they drank in uh, Think Like a Man, which will be our deep dive conversation. And we have another drink, too, and that is Jose Cuervo, some tequila, which they also drank in the movie. We're yes. going to be responsible, folks, but we are home, so we don't have to drive. Home alone. <laughs> we are home alone, actually, this weekend. So, uh, yeah, cheers. Cheers up. <laughs> Tastes good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the first film we're going to start talking about, actually, you hadn't watched yet, and that is the one and only Ivan. So he, take a listen. Let's give him a great show, okay? The one and only Ivan! Why do they want an angry gorilla anyway? You're a silverback. He terrifies humans. <laughs> You're not terrifying. Who's that? My sister. Where's your sister now? I don't remember. Memories never leave us. They just get out of reach. Whoa. Did you draw all these? A gorilla. Who draws? All right, so the one and only Ivan, um, like you said, you hadn't watched it, right, Arlette? Right. Okay, and I, I kind of described it to it as a film about a, a gorilla who can paint. Is that a, an Arlette movie? No, I'll tell you. Nope, stop talking about it. Not interesting. <laughs> not interesting. You give her like an actor and she's like, nope, not in, not, uh. not digging it. So I'm going to talk about this film and you're going to tell me your honest thoughts afterward if you're ever going to interested in watching this one. Okay. So the one and only Ivan is streaming on Disney Plus this week and I have, let me pull up some stuff here. And it's directed by Faye Sharrock, Sharrock, Tay Sharrock, sorry. And it's about a gorilla who is the one and only Ivan, who is the main attraction at this zoo that's in a shopping mall. And the ringleader is played by Brian Cranston, who is played in Breaking Bad and Trumbo and a bunch of other kind of really cool Power Rangers. He was in Power, he was the voice of Zod. So he's the ringleader, and he's they're kind of struggling for a circus act, and they have a bunch of other animals in there voiced by, like, Angelina Jolie. Danny DeVito plays a dog. Angelina Jolie plays the voice of... Stella, an elephant. We also have Helen Mirren as Snickers, which is like a poodle dog, a very pampered poodle. We have Brooklyn Prince, who plays Ruby. Brooklyn Prince played in the Florida Project. And Ivan is played by Sam Rockwell from Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. He also played in Iron Man 2. He played Justin Hammer in that film. So this film, about this circus act that, you know, they're kind of finding the bigger and better things. So 
it's very kind of heartwarming. I think this film actually does some pretty good things about talking about animals held in captivity. Yeah. And I, I kind of enjoyed it. I, I didn't think that the talking animal aspect would be as good as it probably was. From the trailer, kind of from the little clips, snippets I've seen on like Twitter and on YouTube, I thought it was going to play across like like an Air Bud movie where those talking golden retrievers yeah, yeah, that our yeah. daughter always likes to watch, like Air Puppies or whatever it's called. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something like that. Air Buds, um, Air Buds yeah. yeah. Uh, Jungle Book kind of, in the, in the newer like live action version yeah. of Jungle Book kind of. Lion King. Uh, Lion King we did not like at all, right? No. No. no, I thought it was going to play... Not the live action. Not the live action Lion King. I thought it was going to play something like that, but actually, actually played off pretty well. I thought the uh, the main animals were actually pretty cast well. Uh, Sam Rockwell does a really good job with the voice of Ivan. As it slowly progresses, progresses there's actually um, some good kind of storytelling in there, and I found it very uh, heartwarming, and I, I did really enjoy it. I felt a little emotionally tied to these animals, and overall... I'm gonna give this movie a three out of four stars. I was more—I wasn't expecting to really like this or care about this movie, but I wanted to have another review before we deep deeped over our film, and I figured this was streaming on a streaming service that we had. My day off, might as well watch it. Yeah. And actually, was kind of pleasantly surprised by it. Probably one of my upper high three star films this year. Kind of almost emotionally got me to tear up a little bit. I think that's the dad in me because I kind of that comes yeah. easier now. Did and Evelyn watch it with you? She uh, she came in. I was like, we're watching a talking gorilla movie. Was she interested? She was like, oh, that's cool, Dad. I'm going to go watch YouTube. Okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm going go wa- to go watch Ryan. <laughs> I thought it was a very good movie. And um, come to find out, so you know the B&I. The yeah. B&I Shopping Center in Tacoma. Yeah. Um, I did my eyebrows there. Do- they are amazing. Yeah. The lady's amazing. Yeah. How would you rate their eyebrow place? So the oh. four star place, yeah, <laughs> four stars from our yeah. left, yes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you get your eyebrows on this B and I. But you know where the arcade place, arcade, and there's like a Ferris wheel in this little place. Is we haven't actually. They, I think it's where they have everything covered up and closed up. Right is now, it's closed that... up. That's where Ivan the Gorilla actually was. This movie's based off the gorilla that's in the B and I, which is at the in Tacoma, Washington, which is only like 10 minutes away from our house. Yeah. And I do remember this gorilla not actually being there, but I hearing stories about the gorilla being there yeah. and seeing pictures of the gorilla and being at the B&I. And apparently he was there for 26 years. He came out in yeah. 1994. He yeah. actually learned to paint in there. So this film is loosely based off that true story that actual gorilla spawned a, a book series, which this movie is based off of. Because that place didn't really have like an elephant walking around. There's no way. With that said, are you more interested in watching the film or knowing that it was based off a, a gorilla that was at your eyebrow place? Knowing it was a gorilla at my eyebrow place. <laughs> so no interest in watching the film? Uh, I would watch it. I just don't know when. After a lot of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got you. Okay, hey, Fair enough. Fair point. Fair point. And I, I would watch it again with you too. So- Going to go into our deep dive conversation now of 2012's Think Like a Man, directed by Tim Story. Take a listen. What is the problem with men of this generation? Ladies, till you understand the mindset of a man, you are never going to win in the game of love. Act like a lady, but think like a man. Now one book is changing the game. What are your short-term goals? What are your long-term goals? What are your views on relationships? Who are you, Oprah? I could use a nightcap. She has this five-day rule before I get invited up. We like friends without benefits. 
She thinks I'm a chef on the rise. She's going to run when I tell her the truth. I'm totally screwed. Mom, what is this? It's the new read for my book club. Family to you, Steve Harvey? You doing something to bust like that? This man is a traitor. They know all of our maneuvers. This is war, gentlemen. We used his words to get what we want. Hey, Mike, old is your mom? What? I'm not saying it like that. I am, I am. It's like that. Miss Loretta, I'm ready for the rest of the tour. When we first started dating, uh, we... We watched a couple movies. This wasn't one of the first movies we watched together. However, you did really want me to watch this film. Yeah. And this is totally an Arlette film. I would not watch this by myself whatsoever. With that said, she tricked me. She tricked me into liking this film. Uh, maybe it's just something that's endearing to our relationship. We really yeah. enjoy it. We saw the sequel in theaters together. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. So Think Like a Man came out in 2012. We started dating in um, early 2013. Yeah. I think we saw it like probably summer of 2013, yeah. roughly. So it's been out for a while. If you guys haven't heard about this film before, this film is about a group of guy friends who are kind of players in their own right. And there's a book that comes out called Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, written by Steve Harvey. And it kind of is a game changer. It gives women like an opportunity to kind of fight off the players and the of these guys and it's kind of like this story of intertwining relationships with friends and stuff like that and there's a lot of different pretty big actors in it in this film as well Uh, some of the actors in the film are obviously the kevin hart's in this film i think he was at his peak of his fame too like right in the beginning yeah right yeah exactly he was everywhere he was like right along yeah he was in another movie about a year later called um about last, I think it was about last night with Michael Ely, who was also in this film. Yeah, and uh, actually, Regina Hall was in this film too, which is also in. So anyway, the main cast of this film is Gabrielle Union's in here, Kevin Hart, Michael Ely, Jerry Ferrara, uh, Megan Good, Regina Hall, Taraji P Henson. She's Ter- my favorite. <laughs> yeah, Taraji's awesome. We always watch every th- single movie that she's in. Uh, Terrence uh, Jenkins, Romney Malco, which is awesome too, and then Bennett is played by Gary Owen. So. Bennett, yeah, the white, okay. the, the I white. It was Ben. <laughs> ben- Bennett. Okay. Bennett, <laughs> yeah, Bennett. Uh, so that's uh, the main main cast here. So this could be a, kind of our first kind of deep dive. Our, and our let's hasn't ever deep dove a film, so we gave her a bunch of things that the, the normal guys do on their deep dive. So we're gonna kind of go through this section, kind of deep dive this film as best we can. Uh, so with the first time you watched this film, Arlette, what was like your first impression? Because you watched this obviously without before you met yeah. me. Thought it was funny, a little bit of everything, a little bit of the chick flick. It was funny. Kevin Hart was in there, and it was interested seeing all those different perspective or different views or type of relationships. And you're a huge Kevin Hart fan. If you had yes. to, you're a huge Kevin Hart. What what do you think is Kevin Hart's best movie? This one, or I really like the Jumanji series. He's yeah. really funny in there. I was actually going to say Jumanji. Yeah. yeah. I also I. Ride Along was funny the, the first, first one. time. Yeah, the I first like Ride Along was super funny. However, I think sometimes with a bad sequel, they kind of ruin the first movie for me. Yeah. At least that's for my take. Inter- take I would still watch Ride Along, but Ride Along Two was not very entertaining at all for me. I liked him and the Rock movie. Uh, oh, okay. Central Intelligence. Yes. We just saw that Walmart yeah. five dollars, guys. But then his comedy, stand-up comedy, is really funny, too. Yeah. We had a funny memory with going out on a double date with uh, your brother, Kevin, and sister-in-law, Courtney. We went to see one of his stand-ups, and oh, no. I spilled popcorn on the lady oh, in front of us. Over oh, the no. lady in front of us in the theater. She looked back, and she's like, 
what the hell? I was like, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a fun memory. Uh, if anybody, the three people that know the, the funny moment in that, yeah. it was with this inside joke. That was a fun time. That's always great movies to go see Kevin Hart films. Like I said, like I was not interested in this movie whatsoever. Um, but the one redeeming factor, I think, is the one that kind of ties us both of us together was Kevin Hart. Yeah. Because Kevin Hart was at the, his peak of his fame probably yeah. he didn't have any like drama really attached to him at least he to my really knowledge funny. he was funny a lot of he was in so many movies um for me I, I i enjoyed the kevin hart stuff um since then i think it's just like kevin hart playing kevin hart but we'll talk about that in a little bit but he's still funny uh and my first time watching this that was my favorite character in the movie i also like bennett i thought there was yeah. some really funny moments i think the the, the there was yeah. some big chemistry between all of them yeah and like i said like i think you tricked me because i was not really expecting <laughs> to like this movie at all i was like i'm just gonna do my my boyfriend type of thing and no. i'll watch this movie because she would like to watch it and maybe one day she would watch an adam sandler drama about jewels with me <laughs> who knows <laughs> which i did <laughs> which i did seven years did. later seven years later she yeah. did maybe it was maybe i enjoyed it because we were watching it together and that's what this kind of series and having us do these reviews, deep dives together, is these are movies that are important to us and our relationship. Kind of things that we kind of Dude, bonded yeah. over and uh, some stuff that maybe we would never have watched without the other person. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. So that's that's my first takes in it. So usually the guys have this category called the highest war. And I know Arlette is not really uh, familiar with the term because it's a baseball reference thing, which basically means it's wins above replacements. I guess the equivalent of what character or actor in this movie, if they were to be taken out and replaced by another actor from that same time period, 2012, what that actor being taken out would make the movie not so good. So what actor do you feel like this is the actor that I do not want to see taken out of the movie because it would not be as good? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, you're yeah, saying? Yeah, because he's very funny. Uh, Kevin Hart. Just your answer is Kevin Hart. Okay, it's yeah. a good, it's and good. Bennett. I really like Bennett. I oh, really like uh, how Bennett. he like they would give him shit, or you know they would give him shit, and he fought back. Like he clapped it back. He clapped it back. <laughs> See, that's those are terms I would. I don't even know what clap back means, but she does, and that's why she's here. That's good. Clap back. Oh, and she snapped her finger. I don't know. So uh, Bennett was played by Gary Owen. I don't even know anything that Gary Owen's been other than the first I feel like two. I've seen him before. Is Let's he see. like a stand-up? Wow, he was actually he was crazy coat. That's right. He was in Ride Along. He was what Ice Cube brought, and he hired the guy to like get he like yeah. pour honey over him his body in the the supermarket oh, sequence. Yeah. That's Crazy Cody from Ride Along. That's Gary Owen yeah. who played Bennett. He was in Daddy Daycare. I remember him. Uh, yeah. I don't remember that. Okay, so you're you're saying Gary Owen or Kevin Hart would be the, the highest yeah. war. So yeah. if they replace those two guys. I, I kind of... Uh, my guy, I have... Um, I had two. Uh, Rami Malko, which plays Zeke. Yeah. I think that... He's very good. He, he is such an underrated actor. And the guys actually talked about this when they deep dove the 40-year-old virgin. What happened to this guy? That guy yeah. was electric in 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. And he, he's basically... He is pl kind of playing the same exact character that he's playing in 40-Year-Old Virgin in this movie. Yes. And he's just as good. 
He's maybe not as vulgar as he was in Forty Year Old Virgin. But he's very funny. But he's, he's a the, very, yeah, yeah I he's agree. very good. He definitely like movie. Romney Malco. He's played in this one. He's played in a TV show called Weeds, which is, I've seen the first two seasons of that. That's a really I need to finish that show. Last Vegas, which was a 2013 film, which we saw and we're like, oh, it's okay. I don't even I think you remember that movie. Yeah. Um, Night School. I th- was he? I think yeah, we did. See I don't that even. One. We saw that. I don't he even remember like that character. Or something. Okay, I don't know. But the other guy I have is Michael Ely, who plays uh, Dominic, or Dom. Yeah. Uh, Michael yeah. Ely has the the best looking eyes. I think <laughs> in yeah. any movie, the he's he's man. the he's a dr- the dreamer in this film. I I really like Michael Ely. He was in CSI yes. and also. But this is where I, I just really enjoyed Michael Ely. And as I was watching it this time, I thought. Kind of like Michael Ely out of the 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 whole entire film. I think without him, yes, because he has that he's he plays a character called the Dreamer in this one. And he has this big dream of opening up his own restaurant, which he does to make like a food truck type of thing. Yes. And he's the only one who's like the nice guy in this film. All the other guys are kind of jerks. The, some of the women in the film are kind of bossy at their own times, yeah. and uh, he's kind of in a relationship with Taraji P Henson in this yeah. film. And I think Michael Ely is just like the best part of the movie for me. And I think that he, for if anybody for my personal stuff, he is the highest war easily. Yes. Yeah. So uh, anyway, let's go to the next one. How about the worst performance? So we're going to go from all the way drastic, like one of the, the irreplaceable characters to the worst performance. And I'll start this one off. It's easy. It's a person they they didn't they mentioned her throughout the entire film. And that's Kevin Hart's wife, Gail. Yes. He's always on the phone, always getting cut off. He absolutely hates being cut off. He'll tell you that 100,000 times. <laughs> uh, but that's uh, Gail. is yeah. played by Wendy Williams. I'm not a huge fan of her talk show. And she's kind of a... Uh, I'm not going to say... But she has, her talk show is a lot of drama type of things. And she's kind of loud and boisterous. And she completely kind of throws this film off for me. Uh, it's It's... When you see like an ensemble cast and you're going to get used to those characters yeah. and then uh, you throw in like another big name person at the end, it kind of throws off the whole balance of the rest of the movie for me. It's kind of like we, we watched a movie, Why Did I Get Married 2? Yes. Do you remember who showed up at the very end of that movie? Dwayne Johnson. At the very end of the movie, he was revealed at the very end like to go on the date with one of the main characters. I don't remember anything don't about remember. the movie, but Dwayne Johnson shows up at the end of the movie. Also, a movie called Detroit. John Krasinski shows up at the very end of the movie, and he's a lawyer. Yeah. And he kind of throws off. He's like, whoa, that's kind of start. It kind of pulls me out of my kind of buying into this this film a little bit. But Wendy Williams, for me, is kind of like that character. But if I'm going with the main character of the cast, I'm going to go with Jerry Ferrara, who plays Jeremy. I did not like Jeremy whatsoever. He was in the relationship no with... No ambition. Kind of just like... Let's get high. I have a bunch of movie posters on my wall. This kind, uh, not the high part, but this kind of <laughs> sounds like me. Uh, no, <laughs> I was kind of thinking, I was like, damn, this was me a few years ago. <laughs> not the getting high part because I, I get drug tested. But anyway, uh, yeah, Jerry Ferreira for me, from, who plays Jeremy. I'm just not a huge fan of him in this movie at all. Uh, for me, I think that was one of the worst performances because he's just kind of like saying the same thing in the same exact way yeah. and just wasn't like the other characters were more believable as themselves that's that's my take on it so yeah how about yourself i would say gail too easily yeah, yeah right. easily gail and then i would say chris brown's character always popping up calling um maya Ooh. by the wrong name and it was like he yeah i didn't care for him in the movie um, yeah i 
He was in there a little bit. I think he's probably in it a little bit more than Wendy Williams, Gail's character. But yeah. so Chris Brown and I don't. I think his name is Alex. I Alex? think that's. I think that I don't know. Yeah. Guy who steals her coffee. Oh, uh, no. Megan Good's coffee. You don't yeah. want to be stealing coffee. No. Uh, especially my wife said, do not touch your coffee. Anyway. <laughs> so you're going with Chris Brown or Gail. So that's yes. uh, that's pretty good. Okay, how about your favorite minor character? A character that was in part of the main cast, kind of like only shows up one or two times in the movie. What do you have? Uh, well, would Steve Harvey be a minor character? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, he yeah. pops in. Yeah. I would say him. Why? Why is that? I don't know. Just him when like his book coming out, and we all liked it, and (laughs) (laughs) coming with the sayings like the chip chip girl. Like I always bring that up. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. So this film has this is another reason why it's so influential into our relationship. If I I I try to do my best, I always do the general thing. I open the door, open doors, or open my wife's car door. But when we're like in a hurry, sometimes she goes chip chip. Like I just like walk by like I'm I was just, like I was like yeah as she's kidding yeah she's yeah air big air quotes she's kidding no uh, but yeah Steve Harvey's a good call there Any, yeah. anybody else you want to quickly like maybe this guy no you're good okay I had a couple guys I had Duke who plays uh, Regina Hall's son her son in the film oh yeah uh, that's funny yeah he would uh, he came up and was like you touched my mama no okay well bye and slams the door yeah. and, uh, slams the door behind his mom and. He was like, uh, he really liked uh, Terrence J's character this yeah. one. Uh, also, I had uh, J.P. Smooth, who was the bartender. I thought yeah. he was, he's funny. He's only in there for two, th- but it's J.P. Smooth. Like, yeah. he was my favorite part of the top five. And he, whenever he shows up, he's always kind of fun, too. And also, the guy at the bookstore between the mama's boy and the, the, the baby, the girl with the baby, or the son. Oh. The guy who's like, he says nothing in the film. <laughs> he's just like, this is awkward. You guys are having a conversation between me. Uh, yeah, just yeah. cut in front of me, please. Like, stop Still talking. Ahead. Yeah, I think that uh, guy is just like, just makes it, everything's like, this is so awkward. And he's also, that's the most relatable part. Cause how many times have you ever been in a situation where you're like standing there and then like somebody's talking around you? And it's like, okay, thank you. Just go over there, please. Mm-hmm. Talk. Our next category, biggest douchebag. Easy for me. Biggest douchebag. Chris Brown, Alex. Yes. You meant you alluded to why? Because he steals the coffee, kind of a one night st- wrong, wrong name, and and yeah, just that. And I I probably throw Taraji P Henson in there as well, and Zeke. I think those guys are kind of big douchebags, but I think out of all three of them, I think I would go Chris Brown easily in this movie. How about uh, you? I would say Lo- Loretta. Michael's oh, wow, that's a good one. Yeah. A, a douche too. What's her name? The character's Regina name. Regina Hall's, yeah. yeah. Okay. She was calling her by the wrong name. It's like, oh, he's the one that was talking about. Yeah, Jen- uh, Loretta is played by Jennifer Lewis. So, yeah, I'll be, I have, I'm mentioning her yeah. in a second, too. So, that's a good call. That's a good douchebag right there. Yeah, she is a... But why did you think Taraj was a douchebag? Okay, so Taraj, for me, is that you have Michael Ely. You have this guy who's a dreamer. Like, yeah, he's not, like, making as much money as you. But basically, because she's making so much money, she has looks down on him. Like, looks down on him for not having enough money. And she loves his dream the first time he meets. But he's like, oh, yeah. he's, it's just pipe dreams. Like, after, like, he finds out she, he doesn't make enough money. Yeah. And Or not as, like, yeah, because he, yeah, he kind of told a white lie or lied. But he was trying to, like, impress her at the yeah. same time. I felt like that was kind of a douchebag move, and then decided 
you know what, I'm going to do this nice thing for you, but I'm going to soften the blow and break up with you right here. Yeah. And go off with this guy who maybe I have a little more, uh, you know, be on the same level with and yeah. can relate to. I thought that was kind of a douchebag move. I love Taraji. I do. Really hard to be at this on, li on this <laughs> list, trust me. But if we're talking about a douchebag character, that is kind of a douchey move. That's true, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, I, but I'm going to go with Chris Brown just because his screen, his screen time... No redeeming qualities whatsoever when he's on screen. All right, so our next scene, the best scene. Let's go with the best scene. Mm. He, for me, the best scene, I'm not 100% sure if I'm able to say this, but I might just edit it in post, uh, the wow. X Factory bus scene. They're driving on this party <laughs> bus, all the guys are, and... Kevin Hart's drinking tequila out of the bottle, getting kind of drunk. He's like, this is my party. I just got divorced. We're going to the strip club. And all the guys are like talking about their things. And then it's come to find out they all have the revelation that they're all, the girls are all playing them the same way the book, this book, random book is showing up. And they try to track the book down. It's sold out everywhere. And uh, that goes into probably another scene that I think you mentioned was one of your favorites. I'm not 100% sure what you have down here, but it was at... Uh, the mama's boy's house. So is that is that on yeah. your is that okay? So that, no, that's not on my list. That's not on your list. Actually, but that, no. Okay, okay, gotcha. But it is every time it gets me every single time. Yeah. So the but that 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 bus sequence is funny because they all have all, it all clicks like, wait a second, these women are talking to us the same exact way, and it completely changes like the the, the tone of the movie. Yeah. And I, I I like that bus sequence. I totally forget about it every single time. The romantic out of me wants to say when Dominic cooked for Taraj's character, cooked her to try to win her over after getting caught over his white lie. And then the funny one, it would say when um, Jeremy <laughs> proposed to his girlfriend and then he said, I want to buy you this house. <laughs> and the guy's like, wait, what? No, this is my house. He's like, what? Yeah, not this house. It's my house. That, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good. Those are both good scenes. And watching back, I definitely saw you smile on both of those scenes. I thought that was really. Cool. All right, so let's move into the, like this next category. I'm not 100 sure. I didn't write this down as a topic we're gonna do, but you're like, no, we're we're doing all the topics that the guys do anyway. Just do it. Yeah. That's the biggest stick man. All right, a guy who's real, a guy or a girl who's really just getting it in. Like you know, like that guy is getting it. I would say Zeke. Yeah, okay, that Rami Malko's character. <laughs> basically the same guy from 40-year-old virgin getting in. I, yeah, I, I yeah, I think yeah. that's the easy choice, right? That's like the the, the the layup. That's what I have down here too. But if I had a if I had to give it to somebody else, unfortunately, Chris Brown? Yeah. Chris Brown's He's Alex everywhere. character. He just shows up, he's like, Hey what's up? With his call me. different girls. Yeah, it's like just call me. I guess that would be a, yeah, that could be an alternative. Yeah. All right. So next one, uh, uh how about this? Uh, was did you notice anything that was kind of like outdated in the film? Yeah, like uh, Barnes and Nobles. Barnes and Nobles. Okay, yeah. that, where the books were sold. Yeah, bookstores. Like that's kind of that's that's a for sure outdated thing. I also noticed another thing that was outdated was during that party bus sequence, was that uh, when they are looking for the book everywhere, they make a call sold out everywhere for weeks and the uh, terrence jay's character who plays the mama book mama's boy he says they they're sold out on ebay too ebay is still a thing yeah. however 
It would not be eBay if they made this movie today. It would be Amazon. Yeah, yes. it's like so clearly that little spot. Like it was a few years difference, but if they're making the movie today, it's clearly Amazon. So it's uh, dates it a little bit. So, yeah. um, that's really what only thing I got Barnes Noble and eBay. I, I'm really it's just kind of it's an unspecified time period. So everything kind of looks like the same. Yeah. So um, oh yeah, I guess the basketball players too. Because uh, there's they always the guys always played basketball, like on like half court basketball, and they kind of bump into a guy, and that's it's Ron Artest, and Ron Artest was kind of a polarizing figure in the early 2000s, well throughout his whole career, but he shows up, Leslie Jones shows up in there too, uh, a few other basketball players I'm not sure, but I think Ron Artest being in it kind of dates the word this movie is, uh, because it wouldn't. Ron Artest is kind of like was really hot and kind of temperamental at that time period, so maybe that could be something. But I'm maybe just grasping at straws. Yeah. So our next one is best gripes. Oh, it's what's what gripes do we have with this film? Like I said, Chris Brown calling Maya for with the wrong names. I really didn't like that. It kind of bugs you. Yeah. Uh, what what why did that specifically bug you? Because nobody wants to be called by the wrong name, especially seeing that person like with different girls yeah that is pretty bad i, I guess zeke did the same thing though yeah he's like oh you uh you texted me this the screenshot and it's like that's not my text <laughs> that's true for me i think i got if i had to pick something I, yeah it's just kevin hart playing kevin hart as cedric i don't i don't know if that makes sense yeah. but it's yeah kevin hart playing kevin hart that's that's a lot of his movies he's just playing himself that seems like but again it's a gripe but it's also a funny gripe because he's really good and funny in the movie. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's kind of... All right, let's go with... Um, here's a topic that I'm going to create for this one. If you were in the movie, what guy would you want to go after in the movie out of the main cast? Dominic. Do okay, I think that's... <laughs> you have the easier choice because even though the, the ladies are nice, and Dom, if I was a lady, I would probably go Dom too because get food... He's an uprising chef. He has his romantic side. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that, not me. <laughs> uh, but if I if I was in the movie, and I was a uh, guy, if I I would go with probably Regina Hall's character who had the son. Mm. Yeah, I I, I like Megan Good. She's a, she's a very uh, she's a, she had the 90 day rule. She uh, she's beautiful and everything. Taraji's beautiful. However, I think out of anybody, I think Regina Hall is like overall. You know, she's personally like family was a big thing for us when we first started dating like yeah we started dating we you had your your sister That's living right. with you and you're basically like if you're going to date me <laughs> you also have to understand that when we go on dates my sister has to come because i don't have anybody else to kind of watch her and i was like yeah. uh yeah I'll, I'll, let's go let's go on a date and your sister picked our first restaurant that we went to yeah it was uh, the Rose Garden. It was like a Chinese restaurant in Puyallup. Super, super good. Sadly, it's not there anymore. But I think, I guess, like this personal experience, I would just be, it'd be fine with me dating yeah. with someone with a kid. I don't, I don't really care. Uh, that's me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I guess we're gonna wrap up with the last two categories here. That's LVP, the least valuable player. What person or thing or whatever is the least valuable of the film? I would say Gail. I could do without the Gail in there. Oh, Gail. Yeah. Okay. Her, you maybe just like a mystery who his wife is. Yeah. Okay. That, that I like that too. It's sometimes some things are better left unseen or said. Anybody else? No. Okay. I well, I had a couple. The guy who doesn't wash his hands when he comes out of the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there's a sequence where he's Kevin Hart's calling Gail from the bathroom, and this guy just walks up 
because Kevin Hart doesn't know he's in there, comes out, flushes the toilet, walks out, pats the pats Kevin Hart on the back, says, "Good job, go back to Gale," <laughs> and walks out without washing his hand. That's he touched gross. Kevin Hart. We live in an age of 2020, COVID. Oh my God, yeah. I, that would that guy would get a punch. Well, Kevin Hart's like way smaller than the guy <laughs> who came out, so I don't know if he would punch him. But still, that would I, strong words would be said. Yeah. That guy's pretty LVP. Uh, for me, anyway, easy guy who walks out of the bathroom without washing his hands. Yeah. Uh, how about the MVP? Who's the most valuable player in this thing? Uh, I want to say Taraj. I really liked her. Taraj, she's, okay. She's like strong. She, I think she's a leader. She is a leader. She's yeah. boss. She's a boss. Yeah, she's a boss ass B. 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 <laughs> she knows what she wants. Yeah. And, yeah. I would say Taraj. Taraj, most valuable. But if you can't go wrong, Taraj usually is like even when she's in a small role, she's usually like she's so the good. star of the movie. She's electric in almost like everything she's yes. in. Like, what's your favorite Taraji P. Henson movie? Do you know? I could do that all by myself. OMG, I could watch that movie every single day. Absolutely. And that might be a film that we're going to be doing a deep dive on in one day, too. That's another movie that I wouldn't have watched without you. Yeah. And kind of absolutely love that movie, too. <laughs> Best Tyler Perry movie. Yeah. That's for a later date. My MVP, I have a couple ones here. Let's see how you think. Michael Ely, who plays Dominic. Mm-hmm. I, but that, I don't want to have my my highest warp character. Yeah. Bennett, I had Bennett up there as yeah. MVP because he had he laid some good yes. facts on there. He had some good humor. He also was the most loyal person. Even though we didn't see his wife in this movie, yeah, we see his wife in the second film. I I, I liked Bennett a lot in here. The food, yes, the food in this movie. Maybe not the the mo- We don't see a whole lot of food in the film that Dom cooks. But I think the food just made my mouth water. I was like, kind of want to try some of that yeah, on here. Yeah, the food here. truck. So, the food truck. Yeah. Plus, when he like those like chocolate covered strawberries that he had that he made Ooh. for them, and also when he up that that like, kind of like the mushroom kind of thing that uh, they try on the roof of for the romantic dinner. I want to try the breakfast thing. Oh, and he made this beautiful egg. Break, uh, egg omelet type yeah. of thing. In, for her in bed that's why the food for me is the MVP of this film like it, it just made my maybe I'm because I'm hungry <laughs> it's almost dinner time so I was like I gotta have some of that food uh, anyway uh, that's pretty much all we had we have one more thing what is the quote what's the quote of the day I would say church of girl <laughs> chirp say it, say it loud no. say it loud and proud no <laughs> chirp chirp girl yeah okay uh, my quote is a scene from the film, this film as well, and it's between Bennett. And he's saying he's inviting all the guys to go to his son or his, this uh, violin. His, uh, his son plays violin. He's going has a recital this weekend, and they're kind of giving him crap about his a son playing violin, and that it's kind of uh, a gay. And he's like, "Name one gay violinist." And Kevin Hart's like, "Your son." So yeah, Jeremy's all like, "Yeah, your son." Yeah, yeah, your son. Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of funny. Also, it's like, there's a lot of the characters. It's like, I, I thought it was good. Or, here's a better quote. I had a dream about a dream. I like that song. About you. I wish I could find it. I like that song. It's a good song. Uh, anyway, guys, that is our deep dive of Think Like a Man. If you guys really like the, uh, this deep dive, hit me up on Twitter, Adam Sideways. And let us know what kind of, uh, how, what you thought about it. Take a screenshot of the podcast that you're listening to. Tag me as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts and leave a review too. I really appreciate my wife being here and fighting off the nerves. I'm really, like, I'm so thankful that you're here. This was, it was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun actually. 
So I'm looking forward to another episode. I think I think we already talked about for a couple weeks or a couple like a next month maybe doing a deep dive of a series we've been binge watching called The Big Bang Theory. So be looking forward to that uh, in the near future, guys. So I think next week uh, the New Mutants comes out, and I'll be reviewing that film and also ranking the X Men franchise. Really looking forward to doing that for you. But until next time, we will see you later. <laughs> <laughs>